Thank you for listening to the Shock Fantasy Podcast. Shock Fantasy is your home for the busy players' fantasy information. At Shock Fantasy, we provide quick-hitting charts, graphics, and dashboards to help you win in season-long, in best ball, in DFS, and in Dynasty Leagues. I'm Matt Harrison, longtime co-host of the longest-running fantasy football show in the history of the world, Fantasy Football Weekly. Shock Fantasy is what I use to prep for my deep dives into the matchups on Fantasy Football Weekly, and you can have all the access to the same data that helps me win. If you're not already a member of Shock Fantasy, use the promo code POTATO, that's P-O-T-A-T-O, to get your Shock Fantasy season-long, year-long pass for only $25. That's only 6.9 cents per day. Remember to use the promo code POTATO at checkout at shockfantasy.com. That's shockfantasy.com, promo code POTATO. Now, on with the podcast. Now, first off, how would we describe shock? (laughs) Welcome to the fantasy. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Man, you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. I was desiring to tell you the truth that the sum of the parts is the basis. Hi everybody, this is Matt Harrison, and you're listening to the Shock Fantasy Podcast. Ooh. It's time. It's time again. It's Wednesday. It's National Podcast Day. September 30th. Actually, it's International Podcast Day because, you know, this show goes all the way to uh, Canada, I think. Maybe Finland. I think we're big in Finland. Uh, either way, uh, thank you for listening and thank you to subscribing to the Shock Fantasy Podcast. Uh, there's been a lot of good, uh, good feedback so far. Uh, I know some people thought that the sound effects in the last show uh, were a little piercing. I think was the was the was the nice word. Uh, you know, they 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 got some squeal to them. We'll see if we can pipe those down a little bit. But today, we're not doing free agency. We're talking about the Thursday night football game between the Denver Broncos and the New York Jets. And holy buckets, this one is an absolute disaster. Now, before I get into this game, I did want to mention that the NFL has stated that it will postpone the Tennessee Titans-Pittsburgh Steelers game that's set to take place on Sunday. Now, they think it's going to take place on Monday or Tuesday. If it does either of those things, it will likely still slot into uh, week four of the game slates, whether you're on DraftKings. I don't know if DraftKings will allow it to go in its Sunday slate, uh, but it, it will slot into you know the week four scoring. Now, if it gets pushed off any further to Wednesday, Thursday, or maybe they just throw it on a bye week down the road in the future a little bit, um, then we got a problem. So you kind of have to play it iffy with these players. And I should mention, if you have a tiebreaker between a Jets player, a Broncos player, and possibly a Steelers or Titans player, you may want to go with the Jets and Denver players because, simply, they're guaranteed to play. Um, Or else you better have some backup plans. So this is going to be short and sweet. 
So I will uh, crack open my beverage of choice today. Oh yeah, here it is. Oh, if you can uh, tweet at Explosive Output and guess exactly what beverage and what flavor I'm drinking, uh, you know, I'll give you a pat on the back and and, and you'll be my friend. Uh, okay, let's start with the Broncos side of this matchup. Uh, like I said, this is a little bit of a disaster. However, the Jets' defense hasn't been specifically as tough on opponents so far this year for the run, which probably makes Melvin Gordon one of the more interesting plays in this game. Uh, it looks like Philip Lindsay is still going to be out for this one. So Melvin Gordon probably gets all the work in this one. And really, honestly, it the matchup's not bad anymore. So I think that uh, he's definitely worth a start. I'm going to give him a solid B in this game. Uh, he's averaging only 58 yards per game. Uh, he's only getting four targets per game. But it, the the matchup is right for success here. So uh, I, I think that he's going to get uh, some bell cow status here. And the touches should be in the 20s, especially with new starter Brett Rippon behind center to start on Thursday night. Now, do you start a new quarterback in a short week? I <laughs> I don't know why, but they obviously were not enthusiastic about Jeff Driscoll, who's still going to be dressed up and ready, it sounds like. Uh, by the way, Blake Bortles is still on the team. He's looming because uh, it looks like Drew Locke's not going to be back anytime soon. Brett Rippon, by the way, 5,500 on DraftKings. Uh, even though the matchup is kind of tantalizing, I think I'm going to leave him on the bench for this game. Uh, since the beginning of 2019, the Jets have given up 245 passing yards per game and a passing touchdown and a half. That seems like the high water mark for Brett Rippon in this one, uh, specifically because he doesn't have Cortland Sutton. Jerry Judy's looks like kind of a disaster. Philip Lindsay, who plays a big part in the passing game, he's probably not going to go. He's still questionable. So that leaves you with Jerry Judy. KJ Hamler and Tim Patrick as the main wide receiver options with Noah Fant, obviously, as a good tight end option. Let's talk about Noah Fant here for a second. Uh, averaging seven targets per game, averaging 61 receiving yards per game. That's a pretty good, both are good totals for a tight end. I'm giving Fant a solid B in this game, uh, despite the fact that the Jets have been, you know, kind of okay against the tight end, only giving up four tight end receptions. 42 yards, and only .2 tight end touchdowns per game in their last 19 games. So the matchup isn't great, but Fant is obviously the main target. And what do we know about rookie quarterbacks in their first start? Maybe he's not a rookie, but what do we know about quarterbacks in their first start? They look for the guy that they can pass to, and they pass to him all the time. I expect that to be Fant. He won't get far from the line of scrimmage. The average depth of target will remain low. So Fant is still a solid B. I'm not starting any of the wide receivers, though. Jerry Judy has looked unimpressive so far on eight targets per game. He's only averaging four receptions and 57 yards. Hasn't scored yet. Uh, KJ Hamler's getting six targets per game. That's just not enough. And Tim Patrick's in play. These guys just aren't very good. I'm, I'm, I'm just not going to 
go ahead and roll with Jets wide receivers at this time. Although, if you believe in the backups getting to play with each other in practice, maybe Tim Patrick and Brett Rippon have some sort of special relationship. Who knows? I, I'm not going to trust it, but there you go. I, I think your starters are Melvin Gordon and Noah Fant on the Denver side, both getting B grades. Everybody else I'm leaving on the bench. All right, let's talk about the Jets side. What? Oh, no, not that. No. Throw me a freaking bone here. Oh. Sorry, I didn't mean to play that button. Um, I wish that Jamison Crowder... I played Throw Me a Frickin' Bone because, Jamison, can you please come play? Jamison Crowder, come on. Uh, questionable again this week. Uh, dude has been money when he's been in the lineup, but get this. Since Jamison Crowder has left the lineup, Braxton Berrios, a guy that I highlighted a little bit in the Waiver Wire podcast last or yesterday, actually, uh, he's kind of taken that role and ran with it. Uh, he's got two touchdowns in the last two games, one in each game, uh, and, he, and he's averaging a nice target total. I believe he's had six and five receptions in each of the last two games. So I think Braxton Berrios, if, if Jamison Crowder does not go in this game, and it looks unlikely that uh, Brashad Perriman is going to go, he's designated as out. So Berrios is kind of the top wide receiving option on this team. Uh, he goes against the Denver defense that has been good in the past, maybe not as strong as of recently, but uh, I, 11 targets and 146 yards and uh, better than half a shot at a touchdown. To me, to the wide receiver position, by the way, and to me, most of that goes to Berrios if Crowder can't play. Uh, so I, I think that he's a decent C start in this game. Sam Darnold, he's out. Uh, it's been a little bit of a disaster for Sam Darnold. We're just waiting for Adam Gase to get fired. And maybe this is the week. Maybe, maybe the Jets actually implode so much that they get a little bit of a long week. They get a 10-day layoff after the Thursday night game. Maybe this is the opportunity that the Jets get to fire Adam Gase. And frankly, every player that's left in Adam Gase offense has suddenly become good. It's amazing. It's like the Minnesota Twins uh, players who left here in the early 2000s and David Ortiz became like the greatest player baseball player of all time for the mid 2000s. So, you know, uh, I, I got a lot of hope for Sam Darnold. I'd love to buy him on the cheap in empire right now or dynasty right now, but I'm just not a believer in what he's got for weapons at this point. Uh, want to talk about the rest of his receivers. Chris Hogan is also questionable for this game. Uh, and he's averaging five targets per game that bodes well for Braxton Berrios and Chris Herndon has done almost nothing. Three catches for 21 yards per game. He hasn't scored so far this year. And, you know, Denver's been all right. They're middle of the pack against the tight end position. I just don't see Chris Herndon as this elite tight end that a lot of people tried to tout him as earlier in the year, especially in the in the way that this offense functions. It's just been bad so far this year. As far as the running backs go, I can't imagine that anybody's starting the combination of Frank Gore or LaMichael Parine. I totally butchered that name. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. Yeah. Oh, somebody's stepping a duck. Sounds like it. Um, Parine has averaged 20 rushing yards per game. Gore is only averaging 48. Uh they're both averaging right around four yards per carry. It's just not good. It's it's just a 
not good situation. We don't want anything to do with any of this. Um, and Kalen Bellage is also getting mixed in and getting like three and a half targets per game. It's like, oh gosh, why is Kalen Bellage here? I, I can't handle this. So um, on, on the running game, everybody's out. The, the only guy I really want to start on the Jets is Braxton Berrios. And really, the only guys I want to start on the Broncos is Melvin Gordon and Noah Fant. This makes for a really crappy slate for Thursday night. But if you play uh, daily fantasy and you do the Thursday through Monday slate, you might as well just put in some lineups and leave all of these Thursday suckers out of your lineups because most of the people who play in the Thursday night games do try to include one Thursday night guy that they think that has a little bit of a chance. There's absolutely money to be made by not playing any of these Thursday night guys because it's going to be a low-scoring affair. The implied total for these teams, 19 points for Denver, 20 points for the Jets. It's only an over-under of 39.5. This is going to be a bad game. This is bad football that we're about to witness, and it's not going to be fun to watch. And if there are points scored, it's going to be weird defensive stuff, and you just don't want any of to, to try that on fantasy. Just let it go. Let it go. You're going to be okay. It'll be just fine. Uh, I would like to mention uh, I am rocking the Thunder Snow Shock Fantasy lid right now. Came in yesterday. We'll be shipping out to those who pre-ordered uh, this weekend. And you can look for those in uh, on your doorstep uh, early next week, mid-next week. So uh, very thankful for... T- For those of you guys who have ordered, uh, they are available on shockfantasy.com in the shop. You can get the Thunder Snow, which is the all-white trucker, or you can get the Squall, which is the all-navy trucker. Both look good. I've been rocking them both the last two days. Uh, My wife says that I've never been more handsome in my entire life than when I'm wearing a Shock Fantasy hat. I, I don't know why, but, you know, I can't argue with her in this case. So, uh... To all of you, I, I thank you guys for to, for subscribing to the podcast. I thank you for subscribing to Shock Fantasy. Again, promo code POTATO gets you the first year of Shock Fantasy for $25. Or if you want to get a lid to uh, promo code COMBO, you pick your hat, you pick a membership, you put them both in your cart, use the promo code COMBO, you will get the uh, the combo of both of those for $57. A uh, pretty good deal on... Uh, on a hat and a membership to Shock Fantasy for a complete year. I uh, hope you guys have a great week. The Super Dash will be coming out uh, likely later Wednesday evening. So you might uh, you might have already uh, seen the Super Dash by the time you hear this podcast. But anyway. It's almost 9 o'clock. We've got to go to work. It's time. We'll talk to you guys again next week on the Shock Fantasy. Podcast.